it simple, keep it small, and there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot. Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Green Woman Podcast. I am your host, Reggie, and a member of the Green Woman Leadership Group. As Green Women, we are passionate about growing our own lives and being activists for deep concerns about women's issues and our self-care practices, healthy living, nature healing, environmental climate crisis, social justice and activism, and most of all, living in harmony with Mother Earth. We are artists, educators, students, medical professionals, entrepreneurs, coaches, business owners, green mamas and grandmothers, and we are wrapping our lives and work around making a difference in our world. So today I'm going to bring you a topic called, what is curiosity? And I have to tell you, I this interests me so much. Have you ever gave it a thought whether you are a curious person? Well, since I was little, I was always asking questions about our world or how or why something works. And then I just kept asking questions. My parents, especially my dad, would always tell me I asked too many questions. He was a pretty technical person, that engineering type, and he always told me just do what I tell you and don't ask questions. Have, does that resonate with any of you? Have you experienced that in your life? Well, you know, when people keep telling us that, we tend not to ask questions. And I have to tell you, I think my life would have been a lot different if I kept asking questions. <laughs> and we'll get to that in this um, today's podcast. Then last month, I received my monthly Mindful magazine. And lo and behold, there was an article on the science of curiosity. Who would know? By um, The article was by Dr. Judson Brewer, a neuroscientist and psychiatrist from the Science Research and Innovation of the Mindfulness Center at Brown University and has practiced mindfulness for 20 years. I was so amazed that this is a real thing. And and it's not that I ask too many questions. In fact, we should ask questions because it's really how we go about living in our world. So in this what is this curiosity all about? So I looked up the definition, just the straight old definition, and this is what I found. Of course, it's a noun, curiosity. It's also a strong desire to know or learn something. It is what we are interested in, or a strange or unusual object or fact. It also says that curiosity is having a strong desire to learn or to know something. Folks who are curious often don't need the information they acquire about. They seek answers to their questions for the sake of just gaining knowledge. Those who are curious may also actively seek out challenges and new experiences to broaden their horizons. Well, this is me. <laughs> I'm always thinking ahead. 
Some of, there was a, also an explanation and a phrase, curiosity killed the cat. We've all heard that before, but it's about being inquisitive about other people's affairs that may get you into trouble. I'm not talking about that kind of curiosity. In my research, I found many facets of curiosity. For example, what is the value of curiosity? Using curiosity in our lives is a way for us to reduce moments of uncertainty and ambiguity. Sorry, not saying that right word right. It's also by gathering information and knowledge and learning new things can also be perceived by our brains as a reward that we are highly motivated to receive. So again, what is curiosity? Well, uh, the article goes on to say that curiosity is a key ingredient of learning. It leads to knowledge, but also to the ability to make connections among various pieces of information. And that's what I was doing. Like for parents of curious kids, it's less important to have the right answers and more important to create an environment where questioning and learning can occur. And that's all I wanted as a child, except that wasn't going to be the case. So that didn't happen in my family. In fact, I just figured out, like I said before, that asking too many questions, and I just stopped. But my life didn't feel fulfilled. You can help kids develop curiosity by encouraging questions, finding media that stimulates curiosity and helping kids find credible sources to build their knowledge. And why is it important? The literature states perhaps the most important attitude is curiosity. Now, I never thought about that as an attitude. How many of you ever thought about curiosity as an attitude? Well, curiosity, a state of active interest or genuinely wanting to know more about something, allows you to embrace unfamiliar circumstances giving you a greater opportunity to discovery, to experience, to discover and have joy. Studies show that in life, it is better when you're curious, which leads me to the importance of developing curiosity. We all want to be happy, right? And according to the Dalai Lama, it is the very purpose of our life. Yet, with all the incredible advancement of our modern day technology and society, that few of us are happy. A 2013 Harris poll found that only one in three Americans say they're very happy. I wonder what people would say today, what that result would be. But we don't have to settle for unhappy lives. We are all capable of achieving happiness and more meaning in life if we adopt the right attitudes and behaviors. Perhaps the most important attitude, they say, is curiosity. Continuing in my research, I found studies that have also shown that life is better when you're curious. Here are four science-backed reasons curiosity will drastically improve your quality of life. The first one is intelligent and learning. Curiosity is the engine of intellectual achievement. 
Studies show that those who are more curious about a topic tend to learn faster. For example, another study showed that curiosity essentially primes the brain for learning. Renowned psychology professor George Lowenstein proposed that curiosity is not only a mental state, but also an emotion that pushes us until we complete gaps in our knowledge. Now it's also an emotion, which leads into social relationships. Motivational speaker Anthony Robbins was spot on when he said that the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the quality of your relationships. Curiosity is something we all value in our friends. If they're curious about your life, they'll show more empathy, offer advice, and make an effort to keep things fun. Who wants to be with friends with someone who doesn't care? There was also a study conducted at the University of Buffalo, and it concluded that the degree to which people are curious directly relates to personal growth opportunities. It also determines how deep of a connection is developed when you encounter someone new. Number three, happiness and meaning. The study also showed that those who were more curious found a greater presence of meaning, search for meaning and life satisfaction. And why is that? The life of a curious person is far from boring. I can attest to that. There are always new ideas and new words to explore, which open up possibilities that are not normally visible. And of course, I lived my whole life like this. Number four, brain health, which I may note is where my curiosity is pretty much focused at my stage of life. I'm in the retirement year and my years and brain health, there is a lot of stuff out there about that. So studies have shown that being open to new experiences keeps your brain active and alert, which can be immensely helpful in our older age. This, in his ebook, The Power of Premonitions, Larry Dossey points to research illustrating that women who regularly engage in many mysteries, taking on novel experiences that get them out of familiar routines, better preserve their mental faculties later in life. The mind is like a muscle. It becomes stronger with exercise, and there is no better mental exercise than curiosity. The importance of curiosity is pretty clear. How can you have a fulfilling life without experiencing and learning new things? Fewer people will find you interesting, and you won't be interested in the wonders of life that are in front of you each day. While the benefits of curiosity are great news for the already curious, that's me. What about those who are not? Should you just give up and accept that you'll never be truly happy? You could, but the good news is, is that curiosity can be cultivated in many different ways. I'm just going to give you a few examples here. One is to read. Reading opens your mind to new possibilities, ideas, and worlds, sparking your interest to explore and wander. 
I just want to give you a personal note here. I know my mother when she was in China, and she was also in concentration camps. She told me what got her through life was reading. She would read about all the different places in the world. And as a child, I didn't really like to read. And, um, but my mom and my sister were always had a book in their hands. But I have to tell you, now I am reading more and more. And for me, it's usually, it's usually not novels, it's usually nonfiction, because I like to read about the world around me, which feeds my curiosity and teaches me something new. Another avenue is reframe boring situations. Have you ever been in a situation feeling really bored, but anywhere or anytime you can turn it into something meaningful? Sharpen your observation skills and give attention to something that you would usually miss. Once you take a closer look, you'll find that what's boring actually could be fascinating. According to artist and composer John Cage, if someone or something is boring after two minutes, try it for four. If it's still boring, then eight, then 16, then 32. Eventually, one discovers that it's not boring at all. I don't know if I would go that far, but it is a good point. Don't let fear hinder curiosity. Try to learn to focus on the positive of any situation. Be optimistic and approach every experience with the intention to gain something positive from it. You'll probably find that many of your worries don't serve a purpose anyway. And you know, I am probably one of those optimistic people because it makes me feel good. (laughs) And then always ask questions. As Neil deGrasse Tyson said, the people who don't ask questions remain clueless through their lives. Always ask questions. It's not only okay to know something, it's better. Only then will you be able to learn something new. What journalists call the five W's and the H, who, what, when, where, why, and how, are curious people's best friends. I can attest to that. Curiosity is making the choice to look deeper into everyday things and seeing their true significance. Realizing that there's so much to learn from everyone and everything you encounter is the first step to living a fulfilling and happy life. Remember earlier I said that curiosity is also an emotion? Well, curiosity can be described as positive emotions and acquiring knowledge. When one's curiosity has been aroused, it is considered inherently rewarding and pleasurable. Maybe that's why I'm so curious, because I find it very rewarding. There's a quote by Albert Einstein that says, I have no special talents. I am only passionately curious. I like that. The Curiosity article also stated that curiosity comes in two flavors, pleasant and unpleasant. Now, this perked my curiosity of interest. In 2005, psychologist Jordan Littman named two main flavors of the curiosity, which he called 
eye curiosity for interest curiosity, and D curiosity, which was for deprivation curiosity. So the interest is the pleasurable aspects of the hunger for knowledge, while the D in deprivation is the idea that if we have a gap in information, we go into a restless, unpleasant need to know state. In other words, curiosity, our drive for information, can either induce a pleasant state or reduce an aversive state. Let's take an example. Remember the last time you were watching TV and you forgot the name of an actor on the screen and felt a sense of relief after Googling them? That's your de-curiosity, your deprivation. You can also experience this when you're itching to check a text during a meeting. That fire of uncertainty that's causing your phone to burn a hole in your pocket is suddenly out, is so- suddenly put out when you see who texts you. So that is that examples of deprivation curiosity. Eye curiosity, on the other hand, is when we become interested in learning more broadly about a specific topic. This is different than filling a deficit known as the de-curiosity, because there wasn't a deficit there in the first place. When we're out exploring nature or learning something new, there isn't a particular point we're trying to reach. We're simply just enjoying the journey of learning more. Fascination is also eye curiosity on steroids. So why do we have curiosity in the first place? Well, it turns out curiosity builds on the evolutionary um, conserved reward-based learning mechanism in our brains. Reward-based learning relies on positive and negative reinforcement. You want to do more of the things that feel good and less of the things that feel bad. So back in cavemen days, this was really important for helping us to find food, which is feeling good, and avoid danger, which is feeling bad. So there are different flavors, different rewards, and different results. Each curiosity flavor has a different taste. They fall into different categories in terms of how we they feel in our bodies. Deprivation feels closed and interest feels open. What about the reward structure that drives these behaviors? With deprivation curiosity, getting the answers rewarding, but with interest, the process of being curious feels good. This is critical for two reasons. First, with interest, We don't need something outside of ourselves to get that reward. It is instinctively rewarding. And second, because of this, it doesn't run out. But can we use curiosity for habit change and learning? Of course we can. So why not start setting the habit of being curious about everything as a way of living a rich and fulfilled life? Exploring life one moment at a time. Curiosity can lead to a more fulfilled personal life, but curious beings also make a better society as a whole. Curiosity makes us hate less, judge less, have more understanding, more compassion, happiness, and best of all, have more fun while we are at it. 
I'd like to leave you with a quote by Albert Einstein, and this is how he puts it. Curiosity has its own reason for existence. One cannot help but be in awe when he contemplates the mysteries of eternity, of life, of the marvelous structure of reality. It is enough if one tries merely to comprehend a little of this mystery each day. Never lose a holy curiosity. I hope you become curious in your world every day. Now, I would like to give you all a big thank you for tuning in and listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the podcast or tell a friend, download and subscribe. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Until next time, stay informed, be healthy, live green, and become an activist for your own health, the health of your family, and definitely the health of Mother Earth, our true home. Keep it simple, keep it small, and there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot, thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got.